Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people, and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to All About TRH, aka All About the Truth. On today's episode, we dive into the latest, including Tom Sandoval being under fire for comparing Scandoval to George Floyd and update you on his apology, plus recap Vanderpump Rules' most recent episode. Hi, Chantal. Hey, Roxanne. How's your day going? It's going great, you guys. So, like, I'm at, like, one of my hotels that I work for, and I get to sleep by myself tonight because I've been having the worst sleep since being married. Um, I'm, I'm oh. sure there's an adjustment period, but... I'm so excited to sleep alone. <laughs> I think most Sorry, people, Bill. yeah, I think most people live with their spouse before, so it's not that much of an adjustment. So for you, it, <laughs> it really is because you guys didn't live with each other before, but don't act like you didn't have sleepovers. Yeah, I know. But okay. It was, it was like having one night, um, not really sleeping well, didn't affect me, but having every night not sleeping well affects me. You know, what's funny. Speaking of hotels is when Chantel did have sleepovers, Chantel would tell her mom that she was sleeping at a hotel at one okay, of our hotels for work. Let's not um, reveal <laughs> my secrets. Okay. You're married now. It doesn't matter. It does. Uh, as if your mother would ever listen to this. It yeah, but your mom listens to it. I know. I swear. She, I don't think she has, but as of recently, we still need to get them on because you guys always ask. But Chantel, she, knows she called. She called me the other day and she goes, "Is Kyle a lesbian?" I'm like, what? Are you serious? <laughs> oh, she won't ask me because, like, I have no patience for it because, like, <laughs> I know she watches things and she sees, but then she'll ask me a question that, like, I know she already knows the answer to, and I get frustrated. I'm so mean. So I'm like. Mom, you already know. Why are you asking me? But it's like her way of trying to connect. Poor mom. We're so hard on them. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of motherhood, you guys, um, you know, my kids don't have school this week. Uh, they're on what we call winter break. I, <coughs> oh, I almost died. I don't know if it's just me, but when I was in school, like we never had so many days off like my kids do. No, I feel like we did. 
No way. My kids literally are off every, like, at least there's something going on like once a week. And it's, it's just a lot. It's hard for, I've said this, I, I work corporate. So I work five days a week, you know, the eight to five type of role. And then I feel bad because like my girls are at home and I'm like, you guys want to watch a movie while I work? And it's just so stressful trying to like work and have them at home. And I just feel like society makes it very hard for working moms, even stay at home moms. Like it, it, just, it just, you know, they make it really hard. I know. I really do agree. So it's been a rough two days trying to navigate all that, but, um, I mean, we watched some Vanderpump Rules, but before we even get into the episode, we have to go over some, you know, pretty intense hot topics. Uh, Chantel, I know that we actually got a text sent about this because I hadn't even seen it yet, but Tom Sandoval is in some really hot water, which we're not surprised about because he's always in something. So apparently he thinks that, you know, his cheating scandal last year was comparable to really big moments in pop culture. And what he referenced in a recent interview is that what he did was like the George Floyd's death, not what he did, but, um, it was just comparable to, yeah, the attention that it got was like George Floyd's death or the OJ Simpson murder case. And him referring to George Floyd as pop culture just shows he's really not self-aware and he hasn't learned much. He's obviously, let's say this though, he's obviously trying to say that he was mentioned so much and there was so much media coverage surrounding him like there was with OJ and George Floyd. But comparing it is so insensitive. You know, some may say it's comparable, but he could have used other examples. Yeah, I'm sorry. You cannot compare a cheating scandal to murders. Yeah. But on the other like, hand, some people are like, that. some people are like, well, it's the media coverage, but it's like you could have, there's so many things that the media covers and like the, like the Royals or whatever, but you didn't, you didn't have to be so insensitive and yeah, like there's compare certain, it to there's certain... like this police and then the the George Floyd and then OJ Simpson. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, and like at the end of the day, there's certain things that like no matter what, random people that don't watch, you know, reality TV would never know your guys' names. They just wouldn't. And like they they do know George Floyd's name and they do know what happened to OJ Simpson trial. So it's like yeah. you're not even up there with that with that. Like, yeah, in pop culture it was like a crazy thing, but a lot of people who don't watch reality TV have no idea who the hell you guys who the hell you guys are. Right. Exactly. So it's here's like, what you can't do stuff like that. It's like you're Delulu. He's so Delulu. Here's what he said, just to quote, like, let's make sure we get it all out there. But he says, I'm, quote, I'm not a pop culture historian, really, but I witnessed the O.J. Simpson thing and George Floyd and all these big things, which is really weird to compare this to that, I think. But do you think in a weird way it's a little bit the same? Oh, my God. I know. So the, he ends up coming out with... Um, well, let me finish, because like the right... Yeah, I know he, an apology, but the writer of the piece tries to lend him some, you know, tries to give him some to like backtrack. Um, And the writer of the piece wrote, I think I knew what he meant. He was trying to express the uh, um, audidity of becoming the symbolic center of nationwide discussion in a major news story. What he communicated and said was something more honest, which is just how the experience had made him lose perspective. 
there was another quote apparently in the interview where he now dis- uh, disgraced that 70s show star who's in prison. Tom says, I feel like I got more hate than Danny Masterson, and he's a convicted rapist. Uh, then this is all I'm getting all this from TMZ, but there's another moment in the interview where Tom explains his rationale for cheating on Ariana and he's really straightforward about it. He says, I did what I did cause I was in an unhappy place in my life. I got caught up in my emotions and fully fell in love. Like for real. Okay. That pisses me off by the way. I just hate anyone saying that, that they were in an unhappy place in their life. Cause it's like, leave, do not cheat, leave. And Eve, it's going to suck and you're going to hurt this person, but do not make your unhappiness an excuse to fall in love with someone else. Yep. Agreed. And I'm sure that they were both unhappy. And was she sitting there cheating and having this relationship? The only thing I don't like about these two is that they both made this agreement where they wouldn't put, and I feel like I know a lot of relationships like this where they like, where they act perfect in, uh, you know, around people, but behind closed doors, they are miserable. And that's why it was such a shock to everyone that he would do this because they always had each other's back and were so, so supportive towards each other. And I think it just kind of shows, too, like, we'll talk about it in this episode, where, like, you really don't see Ariana being that devastated and sad. Yeah, I think she's, I think she's angry. Yeah, okay. There's so many stages, and I just think she's super angry. And, like, I feel like if that was me, I would make sure to be humble and just try to rise above it. I feel like I would do that versus acting or versus like showing my anger um even if I was angry I would just you know rise above it to like be an example because I feel like so many other people me and my husband were just talking about this because we watched the episode together and he even said he's like you know like he's like I'm watching her and he's like you know I remember when all that happened and I was you know even I was like team Ariana like I couldn't believe what this guy did to her and he's like but he's like, I feel like, you know, if she came out a little bit more, hum- not humble, because she doesn't need to be humble about it, but she just came out not as angry and just like, you know, I want to be the bigger person. She would get more support. But I still think she obviously has so much support. But like from someone like me, where I'm like looking at both sides, I would be like, she's a saint. She's an angel. Like we're watching Love Island All-Stars. And if you see Molly on Love Island All-Stars, like, Factors delicious ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian-approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie, plus more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. These are also two two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. This is super convenient, especially if you're a mom like me who's busy with work and the young children that right when they get to bed, I'm excited to pop these in and eat. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleaning up needed. Head to factormeals.com slash TRH and use code TRH to get 50% off. That's code TRH50 at factormeals.com slash TRH to get 50% off. Ladies, did you know that one of the most common complaints from women about their sexual health is a frustrating low libido? Our sex drive can decline, but it's also treatable. 
Addy or Flibanserin is FDA approved and has been clinically proven to increase sexual desire in certain premenopausal women who are bothered by a low libido. So if you feel like you've lost your desire and want to get it back, stop falling for the snake oils and ask your doctor about Addy today or go to Addy.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I.com. Addy is for premenopausal women with acquired generalized hypoactive sexual desire disorder, HSDD, who have not had problems with low sexual desire in the past, who have low sexual desire no matter the type of sexual activity, the situation, or the sexual partner. The low sexual desire is troubling to them and is not due to a medical or mental health problem, problems in the relationship, or medicine or other drug use. Addy is not for use in men or to enhance sexual performance. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is increased if you drink one to two standard alcoholic drinks close in time to your Addy dose. Wait at least two hours after drinking before taking Addy at bedtime. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is also increased if you take certain prescriptions, over-the-counter or herbal medications or have liver problems. Low blood pressure and fainting can happen when you take Addy even if you don't drink alcohol or take other medicines. Do not take if you are allergic to any of the ingredients in Addy. Allergic reactions may include hives, itching or trouble breathing. Sleepiness, sometimes serious, can occur. Common side effects include dizziness, nausea, tiredness, difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep, and dry mouth. See full PI and medication guide, including box warning at addy.com forward slash PI or call 844-PINK-PILL. Ask your doctor about Addy today or go to addy.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I.com. Like, that's why I always say, like, UK people are just so different. And she rises above, like, a situation that she's in a villa with her ex-boyfriend. And, you know, he slept with 16 people in the last six months after he broke up with her. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just feel, I don't even know if that's a good comparison. But I just feel like I love that type of personality who's, like, rises above it. Yeah, I agree. I have yeah. so many thoughts. We'll talk about it more about, about like how I feel, how she's acting. I think Tom Schwartz says it best in the, in this episode, but yeah, um, yeah it's not. Well, tell us about Tom's great. apology, by the way. Yeah. So Tom basically goes on his, sto- her, on his Instagram stories and writes, you know, a little short little sentence and says, my intentions behind the comments I made in New York Times Magazine were to explain the level of national media attention my affair received. The comparison was inappropriate and ignorant. I'm incredibly sorry and embarrassed. What do you think about that? Yeah, no shit, Tom. After everyone comes after you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you like shouldn't he can, even he be making those doing, comments. Seriously, dude, uh... like, he's so full of himself that it's like, you would make a comment like that. And now you do have to apologize for it. And I'm reading a lot of comments and some people are like, oh my gosh, you guys are going to try to spin this and make it a big deal. And some people are like, oh, when are we going to cancel him? But I just like wish he just shut up like that's all you you keep digging yourself a hole you know and I just wish he just stopped talking because he when he talks like he sounds arrogant literally go away for a little bit honestly it'll do you some well do some do good. You some well. No, do some well <laughs> I was, even I was a little confused by that yeah do some good uh, well let's get into the episode now yes we shall so what'd we started this about episode. It? Oh, okay. what'd you say? <laughs> I was like, what do you think no, about I was it? No, I my notes. <laughs> oh, okay, um, go ahead, it, wasn't, it wasn't bad. I mean, you know, and actually, like, I had to, like, watch, like, the last, like, 20 minutes of the last episode again because, like, I'm just in the hotel room doing, like, work. And then, like, last episode, even though I said it was, like, boring, like, it actually was interesting when I, like, rewatched it for some reason. I, I think know. when we watch live, Chantel, that's our issues and we're waiting for commercials, we get annoyed with the episode. Yeah, because, like, I was like, oh, this is good. Like, the way, even, like, um, we didn't even talk about a lot, I think, a lot of the things from last episode, too. But even the way that, like, really Lisa and Tom Sandoval's fight, like, they were yelling at each other. It was interesting. Right. Yeah. yeah. I rewatched it. But 
yeah, we started this episode out with DJ Kennedy, um, James, you guys. <laughs> and I was like, who? I know. <laughs> and his girl, bear. Ellie, setting up for a party. And he says he spent like 2000 on this party. So do we think that's even a lot for like a party that he ended up buying a grill for? I didn't even think that was a lot. No, like, but there wasn't a lot that. of people there, to be honest. Yeah, that's and true. like liquor, Chantel, liquor. Oh, wait. So, yeah, I mean, it adds up. You're saying that he's making it like it's a lot, but you're saying that's not even a lot. Cause I mean, Chantel, yeah. hosting is so much work. And I mean, me and you, like, we like to be extra when hosting. For me, like, I hate when my extraness goes unnoticed. I won't want to host those type of people anymore. But I think, yeah, I don't think 2000 is that much for like a pool party, you know, especially. And like he had to buy like actual equipment. Like I didn't think that was a lot. Like, I, yeah, like, I don't think that is. Literally a thousand dollars so easily on like a, a kid's birthday party nowadays. Like in nothing's minimum, crazy, nothing like special. not even. Yeah. yeah. Was exactly. there food? He he was grilling like hot dogs and hamburgers. Oh, oh okay. Corn. I didn't even catch that. Okay. And like, yeah, that's like nothing. So, I mean. It, yeah, it is something though too, but yeah, I don't know. It's a pool means, party. You spend a lot. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then we get to where Ariana and Katie, who is you know you guys, is literally not on the show. Um, but we we get they're at they're at Ariana's house and like they're talk. She's talking about the Slift driver and how do you do you feel that it's ironic that she the night before she gets in the same, um same Lyft driver that drove her and Tom home the night that she found out everything out. Like, isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, what a coincidence or how ironic that would happen. And then like, they'd make the same ride and be like, you were fighting with your husband. And that Lyft driver knew what the hell, who the hell those people were like, don't even play. Seriously. But let's take a moment to talk about something about her restaurant because you know, we're, this is filmed when back in April now, I believe yeah, it's I, in April I, I, and yeah. April, May or something. This is filmed. And, you know, you guys, this, this restaurant is still not open. It's nowhere near to be open. I feel like it's a fake thing. They're not going to open. Like, I don't understand how this restaurant can take two to three years to open up. It's a sandwich shop. Right. And it's very small, but I think they're just like running into so many problems. And Why, though? I don't know. I, th- I, I, there were like, I, I have to look online, but they were running into so many like, problems for some reason where like licensing was getting pulled i don't even remember like at this point like all like so many people can could jock their idea and run with it and it's like yeah i'm about to you know i'm about to go and do that yeah but the whole point is like no one would care if you open that but if people care (laughs) if they open that you know i do want to say something about um by the way chantal like this happened right before everyone came to james's pool party so Allie was getting irritated when james tried to spray her and i just thought man women are so funny like we get all dolled up and then our men think they're being funny and cute trying to spray us and it's like we just spent one hour getting ready no one has even seen us yet walk away so like i felt that frustration from Allie. did you see it when he was trying to spray her with the hose and it's like okay no one came here yet wait before you do stuff like that literally he's such a kid sometimes i'm like okay like he literally acts like he's like five <laughs> well like kids but like men like do that and they're they're thinking they're being funny and cute and we're like are you kidding like no one has seen us yet no i know literally wait sometimes we're harsh huh <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're harsh too you know so and it's so know, easy to watch it and then realize like you're you're you do that all the time yeah too. i'm like oh that would be so me i'd get so irritated 100 percent. 
Sheena and Lala get to Lisa's house and Lisa wants to talk to them about the Sandoval situation and they're giving facts on why they don't want to forgive him. And I kind of think like when they're actually explaining it to Lisa that everything they're saying sounds very valid and they all make a good point. Yeah, absolutely. But then then Lisa makes a very good point and says, listen, like you got your lives are good right now. His isn't. So like I was like, okay, damn, she's right. It's like you guys like literally have profited. She probably was trying to say you guys have done so much since the the Scandoval and like you guys are on top and he's not. So like lay, lay, lay off. Well, it was really hard hearing her talk about her brother. You know, it made me even get really emotional because sometimes it's like the signs were there and you guys still did nothing. Uh, you know, side note, does Sheena have the Ozempic face, Chantel? Yeah, but also, yes, but then, you know, she has a really good excuse about, like, this whole, like, I understand that. Order and her being, like, very depressed. It's so hard, though, Chantel, for me. And it, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, absolutely nothing wrong for, uh, we know so many people who are on Ozempic. There's nothing wrong with it. But, Chantel, we know, like, 90% of housewives who have, like, lost, like, that those last 15 pounds that, you know, maybe they just, which they didn't even need to lose, but they felt they did. They're all on Ozempic. And, you know, I know that Sheena, after having a kid, we saw her, you know, really struggle where she was like, la la, and then bounce back. And for me, it's harder. Granted, she did say, I lost a lot of weight from, you know, the restraining order with Raquel. So I don't want to take away from any of that, but her face you know, especially like we, we've become expert on the Ozempic face because we have to like, we see which housewives have admitted to it and how their face looks. And to me, her face literally looks like she had the, she has an Ozempic face. Yeah. It's like she lost so much fat that it's just. And it's like those cheeks, like, like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it, she's, I think she's a beautiful girl. I'm just like, oh my gosh, please. Like I, you need to, I don't know. It's a lot. That's because you're already a thin girl, so it's like, oh, right. guys, this is too much. But a lot of, you know, people who are on Ozempic, especially, like, if you're on a show, are already thin. And, I don't, you know, I don't blame them because, like, sometimes people can be harsh about someone's body if they gain, like, five pounds or whatever. But, oh, my gosh, she was always so little. I was listening to a podcast today um, from The Skin Confidential. I was listening to that one, and it was with this doctor, and he, like, said such, like, you know, scary things about Ozempic that like, I really think people don't realize, especially if you don't have type two diabetes, like what you're in store for, for the rest of your life. Really? And well, yeah, it's scary. There, there are like so many other, uh, like knockoffs or I don't know what you call them. So, all of them. I mean, all of them. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. All of them. They're not meant for regular person's body type that they're right. not sick and it's going to cause a lot of long-term damage. That's scary. Yeah. Let's hope not. Well, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, so, okay, sorry. Like, I got distracted by Sheena's face. But when they are but, talking to Lisa, I'll oh, go ahead. Yeah. What, I, what, the one thing I wanted to point out in this conversation is that, like, when they are talking to Lisa, you have Sheena saying, like, you know, um, Ariana, like, she's, like, crying. And, like, Ariana won't be our friends if, like, yeah. she made it very clear. And I'm like, okay, but Sheena, shut up. Like, I, sometimes Sheena really bothers me. I'm, it's like, no one's asking you to be Sandoval's friend. All she's asking is to lay off of him and stop talking about him on your podcast 24-7. Yeah, I know. But I also kind of feel bad for Sheena here because I think she does want to forgive Tom. And she does want to see what can happen with her friendship again but it's a tough situation because she knows ariana will like kill her 
Yeah, I mean, like, you have to pick a side. And, like, you, I mean, if if Ariana means so much and she's your first friend, like, you, you're going to pick that. Like, that that's that sucks, but you're going to have to do that. Especially when you have someone who's not even really apologizing to her or to you. Right. Yeah. And wait, did you, did, you, did you also see um, Rachel posted this um, reel? Because I guess, like, Sheena was talking, Rachel, like, as in Raquel, um, R- Sheena was talking shit about Rachel saying, like, all you do on your podcast is talk about Tom Sandoval. And Rachel posts this thing, like, showing all these clips of Sheena. Oh, my gosh. Stop it. All these clips of Sheena. When did like, she post that? Times. I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, one of our listeners sent it to us, and it was really good. Let me let me see. Where oh, my goodness. We should post this. It's, it's so cringe that the fact that like she literally showed all the receipts it's like you're the one that was talking about tam Son- tom sandoval on your podcast all the time not me so it's just right crazy. wow oh my yeah. gosh that is wild i would do the same though if i was in raquel's shoes i'd be like you guys are literally profiting off of this platform and acting like you know it- it's been crazy for you and whatnot so i don't blame raquel for doing that to be quite honest yeah it was just really funny that she, she did do that yeah. But yeah, we get to the um, pool party. I mean, it does look a lot of fun. Like, I wish I have a pool. And you can tell James is really happy that he has, like, this house. And it, like, suits him. I kind of thought it looked boring. Really? It was just because it was, like, the girls. And you guys, I don't know why. I'm sorry that I'm being tough on Katie, but she just is such a bore to me. No, she's such a bore. No, I'm sorry. She really, truly is. And I just feel like their friendships are like anyone that was there like nothing seemed like authentic to me and it didn't seem fun and it could be because you know a lot of them are sober and like not encouraging (laughs) them to drink to you know to be like more fun but watching back season five and six and season four like they were wild when they drank like so much shit happened so I was like this is like kind of boring I mean, even at the end, I think at the end of the episode when like Lala's describing her friendship with James and they do that flashback of like Lala going or La- James going like, are you pregnant? You look fat. You guys need to lose weight. I'm like, what is these people were unhinged. Oh, my God. Chanel, you need to rewatch. Like it was actually I so know. interesting to watch back. It truly was. I know I'm going to once I have time for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you still got to um, finish Love Island All-Stars. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tom and Billy go to a cold plunge and he says he never has been an outsider with this group of friends. And, you know, even in, in his confessionals in these moments, he's still like talking like he's a victim. And I just I find know. it also weird. And I'm just like, Tom, like you, who is your PR people or who are who are your people that can help you? Because how are you going in these confessionals talking like this? Right. Agree. Uh, even. Even at one point, he, like, was talking about, I'm, like, skipping a scene, but even at one point, he's, like, literally talking about how he's still in love with Raquel, and he had so much fun with his, you know, actually hanging out with her. It's, like, did he really think going into this season that he should really, like, jump in on that, like, saying that he still loves her and, like, they're still in relationship when she was ghosting him and, like, he thought that was going to be good for him? Like, I don't know. That's what I put. I put that he is so ick in his confessionals where even at the part where he was like, I'm waiting for Raquel. I feel like that's what makes you look bad. This is why yeah. you're the bad guy because you're putting Raquel on this pedestal. You're throwing this relationship in Ariana's face even more. Of course, no one's going to feel bad for you or say you deserve what's coming to you because the way you are talking about this relationship, I feel like he could at least in the confessional be like, you know, it's hard because I, I really care about Raquel but I also just want to be sensitive to Ariana's feelings and he does none of that yep 
And like all this being said, like I, I, no, no one wants Tom. I'm sure this is across the board. No one wants Tom to hurt himself, but it's like, you just need to like, really like see what you did and like learn from it and like, and know how to talk and explain, explain that because you are nowhere near it. Because his actions don't show the way he's like reacting and responding. And he's like, it's been five months, but then he'll be like, remember when they did this to me? Remember when they did this to me? And it's like, oh my God, Tom, like enough. Uh." But you know what? I don't blame Tom for being mad about like, you know, especially the Lala's and the Sheena's of the world, you know? And like what they what they were doing but he just needs to like not bring that up at this moment like you yeah bring that up a year from now or two years from now right. not not exactly. right now exactly well i i i don't know if you were going to talk about the schwartz yes yeah okay go ahead well to me well we get we're at the pool party still and tom schwartz and um and lala are having a deep conversation and to me this is where i think tom schwartz says it best he literally says that ariana is acting like a queen or acting like she's on some sort of pedestal instead of acting hurt and like that's like i think the best way to describe it too is that she really does think she's like the hbic you know what that means Roxanne? No, what's hbic i feel like a lot of our listeners aren't gonna know what that means no head bitch in charge (laughs) That's like some Gen Z little thing. No, I don't no. even know. Definitely a millennial thing, probably. But yeah, oh, she's just acting like she runs everyone's feelings and thoughts, and you know, she's what she wants and what she's saying is gonna what, what everyone has to do. And it's like, okay, maybe for a little bit, but like relax also. I yeah, I felt like I agreed with Schwartz based on how, what we're even saying with Ariana. I'm kind of feeling the same way, and she's just not humbled about it, but. Again, humbled is a bad word because people are going to be like, why the hell should you be humbled? But uh, I just feel like she's expecting certain things. But then I also kind of see where she's coming from, where it's like boundaries. Like she's like, these are my boundaries. Either you're in or you're out. And guess what? Like Ariana's like on top. So uh, like all her friends are probably like, uh, I want to be in. I want to be in. I don't want to be on the outs with you. Like everyone is everyone on in America even in different countries, they're literally, you know, riding for Ariana. So it's like, I'd be so scared to go against her. Yeah, I, I agree. But then it's like, it's like that. It's like, even from last episode where like, I think Tom's like, but you're living with him still. So it's like, yeah, I'm sure the way they communicate and all these things and she's setting all these boundaries, but it's like, you're still like in his energy field and space every single day. Right. When you're in the house together. Yeah. So it's like a game also totally to me to me it's like what i'm thinking or seeing it's like a game to her yeah but i think we i think we get to we're still at the we're still at the pool party a little bit and we're you know sheena sheena katie and ariana are all in the pools too and sheena brings up the conversation that she had with um lisa and ariana goes hard and then like she's just like going crazy about the whole situation and you see katie right next to her who doesn't say a damn word She's so useless. I will say I did feel bad for Sheena in that moment. She was so scared to talk about it because Ariana is just in her one way. Like this is this isn't what it is. So you think that you had this good relationship. He didn't even care about you. Like yeah. that's how Ariana's being. And it's like you could tell Sheena is so scared to even bring it up. And it's because, yes, Ariana is the head bitch in town, you know? Like, she really is right now. And everyone's made her feel like she is. So it's like, do you blame Ariana for acting like that? No. I mean, yeah, I do still. But, like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. 
And we also get to where Lala. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm like looking because I'm like, I feel like I skipped a little bit. That's why. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, we get to Lala and James and, you know, they're talking about their sobriety and him getting sober from Scan. And he starts explaining that he got sober basically from Scandival and he was drinking so much that he was becoming like probably a monster to Ellie. And oh, she I can left only the imagine. Home. Yeah. And she like left the home for a few days and then she came. Well, then he said, I'm not going to drink. And then she came back. So, you know, I feel like I really hope James really does not drink because he truly does have a problem. And just for his and Ellie's relationship's sake, because I do think she's a good person for him. It's interesting, like, the girls he dates. It's interesting. He is such, like, a wild guy. Again, if you rewatch the way his personality is. But then he dates, like, these really reserved, quiet women who, you know, aren't like a Lala. It's like you would – I feel like I would see him being with someone like a Lala, but he dates, like, the complete opposite. And I just find that so interesting. Oh, I know. That really is so true. Like, yeah, I can yeah. see a lot of similarities, similarities between Rachel and, and Ellie. For sure. Well, Rachel from before, like, because she was very reserved and quiet. Right. She's just, like, very observant. Observant, I say, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, we, so we end the episode. There was another scene with, with Tom and, and, um, Tom and Tom talking, but I don't really care about that scene. We end up with this scene where. Well, no, know, I mean, like, in okay, that you scene, care. Though, okay. well, I don't, I don't care that much, but like, in that scene, Tom Schwartz is telling Sandoval about how, like, Lala's, like, loosening up a little bit. And then Sandoval is, like, still acting bitter about everything. And Schwartz is like, you can't keep bringing these things up. Like, yeah. And then Sandoval, again, is, like, back at that, well, it's been five months. It's been five months. And it's like, well, then let it be five more minutes. And San- Schwartz is really trying to help Sandoval. But Sandoval's like, everyone needs to get over it. And it's like, well, it's hard for us to get over when you're, like, in your confessional saying how you just, like, miss Raquel and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, okay, thanks for reminding us, like, what a piece of shit you are. Yeah, and it's hard to get over it when you haven't apologized and you haven't been sincere and you haven't been nice. You know, like, if right. you were being very nice, people would really forgive you and, and move on. Right, for sure. So, yeah, we end this episode, which, like, I didn't expect this because I don't know why. Like, maybe I didn't see a preview, but, you know, um, Lisa had called um james and told him to like just come see me for 10 minutes really quick like she made she made it seem like it was so casual and he walks into vanderpump dogs and this is where he gets reunited with graham how did you feel about this whole scene i thought that was so sweet yeah okay i i would think that she would tell him <laughs> really instead of just surprising him with it i don't know like that's really yeah yeah but i mean with what happened like do you know the backstory about it yeah but like he didn't know until the up until that moment yeah but i thought that was so sweet because i mean the backstory was like really ick on what happened with graham like that because raquel was in rehab her like mom put him in a uh i don't even know what the right term is for like a dog like whatever and then um lisa's company went and picked it up yeah no i know i i i think i'm I'm happy for it for that moment but i'm saying like the way like i was so shook that like he just walks in and all of a sudden he's seeing his dog and you know he's like what like you know he's probably was so shocked too yeah but yeah he's re- I, is he still does he still have Graham? i don't think he does does he i don't know yeah i'm sure he does no i think i don't think he does because i think Graham really was biting 
No, Chantal, please don't say put that out there and then everyone shits on us. No, hold on, I hold on, hold on. I'm really going to. Yeah, like you know. I don't, I did not hear that he gave back the dog because of the biting. That's why Raquel's family gave up the dog because they said that he was biting. Raquel then blamed James and said that James taught um, Graham to bite like that. I don't know what the hell Chantel's saying, you guys. Hold on, I swear I thought I read that he didn't have him. No. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, it sounds like he was really happy. And, um, I mean, at least he, in the summer, it says that he has been reunited with the dog and his, the dog remains in living. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. With him, so I don't think that the dog was like rehomed somewhere. Okay, well that's good then. Like I'm, I'm, I'm happy that he still has a dog then. Yeah, Chandel just started a whole new rumor, y'all. Literally, I'm like, like wait, looking what? at his Instagram. He he does a lot. He does a lot of little shows. Yeah, um, one million followers. Good for him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tell us what you guys are thinking about Vanderpump Rules this season. I'm so curious to know. So send us a DM or. Um, comment what you guys think about the season so far. We just did an interview with Brigalicious um, from the Traders. I don't know if you guys are watching Traders. If not, and you need a show, it's a really, really good show to watch. Watch season one, two. We just uploaded the episode today. Uh, Chanel, what did you think about that interview with Brigalicious? Someone commented and they were like, I love the interview, but I wish it was longer. Oh, wow. Okay. I know. You know. Sometimes it's hard when you're really only talking about like a small show and there's like not that much, you know, to like really um, ask, like there's only so many questions that you can ask, you know, somebody. Um, so I thought it was like a good amount of time for what we were, what we were trying to get out of the interview. Me too. But like, I, I loved it. I thought it was, I thought it was fun. I thought he, he, he was great energy too. He like, there's some people, he them, you're just like, oh my God, that was just like, <laughs> like pulling teeth we've guys, we've had know, one know. interview where we were traumatized <laughs> where it was like it was literally pulling teeth trying to have them talk and it was like so uncomfortable yeah but but you know he was reserved on some things like not wanting to talk shit because like you can tell he's still wanting to be in the industry yeah which, like, yeah like i think we said that a little bit after but 
you know, good for him if he wants to do that. And but I I enjoyed it, and I thought like he said a lot, couple things that we didn't know about, you know, with the show, and you know what they don't show, you know, filming because there's only so much time. And you know, I I was laughing like listening back to me asking him about his opinions on all the housewives, and it was just funny to hear that. Yeah. Our listener even said, you know, that they were like, wait, I didn't even know anything about this hotel thing because we kept trying to get him to admit that they stay at a hotel, which they absolutely do. And our listener was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even think that. So they're having them like record, go, pretend to go upstairs and then like come down. And I'm yeah, like, absolutely, yeah, you guys. Yeah, they do not stay at that. They do not stay. At yeah. That. And like in the interview, me and Roxanne do talk about how like long 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 time ago we like were on this like game family game show thing and it never aired but you guys this is the same thing they literally took us in this hotel room and they truly had a guard watching our every move and like this is like a stupid game show that we're not even celebrities like but just because they don't want you to ruin the show or the game or have prior conversations like they don't want you to see and it was like my cousins and they don't want, they don't want us to see each other and like talk game plan or just talk anything. So they literally trapped us. And it was just really, it was, it was like the first time I think I've experienced like anxiety and a panic attack (laughs) the only time. And like, even at one point I was like, I want to go swim just to get out of the room. And like, they followed me and watched me. I still think that was wild. You were the (laughs) only one out of our cousins who left the room and asked to go swim. (laughs) And it was a miserable dinky pool. I think we were like at like a like a Hampton Hilton or something. It was like a weird hotel, but um, not that those are weird hotels, but like this one was like a weird one. You guys, I snuck my laptop in, literally called my husband, who's my boyfriend at the time, and was crying to him and saying this was a bad a bad experience because we were in the hotel for two days. Yeah, this is like ten years ago, and um, we'll show some pictures maybe. Let's not. Let's not. (laughs) I just remember like my rebellious ass, like. I had opened the door or when we first got sent in, my cousin was in this, one of my cousins was in the same floor as me. And uh, like, I opened the door and I had like screamed her name and I was like, Yvette. And like, she was like, Roxanne. And I literally like, I ran there. They weren't at my door for some reason at that moment. And I was like, I'm dying. She's like, I just took a bath. Like I've taken a bubble (laughs) bath. And I was like, Oh, wow. Okay. Like, so I'm the only one who's like freaking out here and I had a laptop and I was still freaking out. Literally. But yeah, so like they definitely stay at a hotel, you guys. Yeah. So, I mean, we've heard that. And then he was like, I can't comment. And we're like, bro, we know, we know you stay at a hotel. So, (laughs) but yeah, take a listen to that. Cause that was a really fun interview. I had so much fun doing that. Me too. Yeah. Well, that's all that we have for today. So thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for supporting us. Um, especially in the last few days, we really appreciate you guys so much and make sure to check out all about for everything real housewives, Bravo TV and support us on Patreon if you can. Um, and yeah, I think that's all. Bye guys. Bye guys. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.